Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tecovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also know (laughs) you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. All right, here we go. It's happening. It's all it's happening. Happened. It's happened. It has happened, but it's happening. All right, <laughs> it's because it happened. Yes, exactly. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. A Gilmore to Say on a Thursday. I know. We love to see it. We love to shake things up a little bit. How are you doing? What have you done this week? Have you done anything cool? Has anything happened to you? I did some cool things this week. (laughs) I'm not going to bury the lead. Um, For those of you who uh, tuned into our episode on Tuesday, you know that I went to the Primetime Emmy Awards in LA on Monday. And uh, for those of you who follow us or me on Instagram, you already know the end to this story, which is that. I met Amy Sherman Palladino. I said words to her at the Primetime Emmy Awards, <laughs> and I still haven't recovered. I said words to her. And we haven't talked about this. No, I have not told Haley any of the details. I simply sent her a photo with absolutely no caption, no context. Yeah. I loved your reaction to it. <laughs> 
before that you had sent me because you you had like pretty good seats, you know, for like the, the well, non-nominated let, let people. Me, uh, let me let me take you down that rabbit hole because a lot yeah. of things had to align in order for this to happen. So oh my God, let's in get the stars, into this. if you will. Exactly. <laughs> written in the stars with the stars. Yes. So let me take you on the journey. Let me take you and our besties oh on the journey. We're all going on this I'm together. Ready for this ride. Here we go. <laughs> So as I spoke to on Tuesday, I knew that she was going to be there, but I never thought in a million years I would run into her because I already knew we were going to be kind of way up in the balcony. I didn't know what seats we had, but I knew that that was the expectation. She'd be at a table, the whole thing. I know. So we walk in. It was amazing. It was so stunning to just like see the entire room, but we were up in the balcony and we were sitting dead center, which was great. But you know, everyone below looked like little teeny tiny ants and I couldn't really see anything, anyone. They had big screens set up because they're showing what everybody else is watching on the broadcast on these screens. And it's great. Yeah. So Brett works with a very close-knit group of friends, and one of them was actually in the loge level, which was below us, and the rest of us were in the balcony. And we were like, dude, how did you get that opportunity to sit in the loge? Whatever. So we're in the balcony. We're sitting, you know, dead center, loving it. And his friend texted him and the group and was like, guys, no one's here. The loge was almost completely empty in the center two sections. And then it was like flanked by people who worked for Ted Lasso, the Lizzo show. Like there were people who worked on these shows in the loge. And then the rest of the loge was just empty where he was sitting. So he was like, guys, come down here. (laughs) So just sneaking on down. Brett was like, do you want to go? And I was like... I I like our seats. I think they're fine. And I don't want to yeah, like... That would have given me anxiety. It would have given me anxiety. Like, I, am I allowed? Exactly. You know, when you change seats on an airplane or you change seats in like a Broadway theater and you know that someone probably like, isn't the sitting there, but you're taking coming. a risk. <laughs> like you're like, an usher's going to come out and just, you know, escort me out of the Emmys. So it was a situation where I was like, I don't know. And then finally, by the third commercial break, I was like, you know what? Let's go. And when we went to the loge, I mean, it was a game changer. We weren't on the same level as everybody with the table we could kind of see like over them you were their guardian angels yeah (laughs) looking over them exactly so we're sitting there we're having a great time and brett says to me like have you seen a little tiny top hat and i said (laughs) as we said yes (laughs) and i was like no i don't know it's so hard to see (laughs) and so like i'm scanning the crowd and as i'm doing this he's googling what she is wearing (gasps) oh my god i love this man so much (laughs) so he's googling what she's wearing And he shows it to me. And I kid you not, I look up and I see her. Like, I just looked up and spotted her. And he was like, you eagle-eyed that. Speaking of Shining Star. Literally, she she was was dressed in complete sequins, silver sequins. And she had this beautiful hat on. It wasn't a top hat. It wasn't. I did notice that. So classic. So Amy. She had like this silver sequin number on with like a cape. Oh my God. She looks so fierce. But I could pick her out of any crowd. And he was like, I cannot believe you just completely saw her. Just You just had to know what color she was wearing. But it was hard to miss her. She was in silver sequins, you know? Shining bright like the star she is. Truly. Like the queen she is. So I see her. She's blowing kisses to somebody. And then they say like, get back to your seats. And she starts running. She's so cute. Yeah. You sent me a video of that. Oh, my gosh. I posted it on our Instagram on Gilmore to say. And I thought that was going to be it. Right. I was like, I spotted her. And my face was like, you're so happy. I was like, I'm just happy to be in the same room as her. Like, that's when I told you to pass her a note. Yeah. (laughs) It would have been a long journey for that note. But that's Logan is the father. Check yes or no. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the thing is like, I never would have seen her. I never would have spotted her had we not gone down to the loge. Right. Yeah. So. The awards happen. 
they end. Some of the people in Brett's group were trying to take pictures like at the front of the loge so that they could have like the Emmy screen in the background. And we were like, no, we got all our pictures done. So we went out and waited for them. And as they came out, I was like, you know what? I have to go to the bathroom. And he was like, cool. I go to the bathroom. I get stuck in my dress. Like the netting in the dress like got stuck uh-huh. in the invisible zipper as I was trying to get it up. Oh, and I was no. just like, oh my God. I almost texted him. I was like, look, I can you come into the bathroom? I need help. Make it at the Emmys. <laughs> I figured it out. And so it just took me an extra long time in the bathroom. Longer than it yeah. would have. Longer than it would have had I come out of the loge in the first place and gone into the bathroom immediately, yeah. right? And so I come out. And we are going down the escalators. And at this point, the main floor has been let out. I mean, everybody was let out at the same time, but the main floor has started, you know, exiting. Yeah. And it was a lot of people. Was it just celebrities passing by? Well, I couldn't even... One after another? I didn't even clock who was walking by because it was just so many people. Yeah. And so they're all filing out into this, like, outdoor space where we had taken pictures before. It was the yellow carpet if people were watching. And so we're filing out there and then everybody's dispersing into their various parties. And so Brett and I just felt really overwhelmed. And so we stood off to the side. He was like, I kind of want to wait until this disperses instead of, like, being packed in, like, sardines and being, like, ushered out by, like, the power of of just this huge group of people the ensemble of ted lasso (laughs) yeah genuinely so we're just kind of standing off to the side and no one was stopping us from doing so and standing not five feet from me is trevor noah taking a picture with somebody ben stiller is like a few feet away from him and we were just like what you're like hello colleagues (laughs) truly now the thing is i have to preface the rest of this story by saying that i mean we've talked about this probably on pod but definitely off pod Haley and I have worked on Broadway for many years. We've met a lot of people. I am not one to fangirl over somebody ever. The way I see it is like people are people. I like to go up to them and consider them my peers. And it's just like, hey, how you doing? You know, not make a fuss because I'm sure they get made a fuss over all of the time. We have a list. We have a list of the start struck, struck, stricken. We've been stricken by the stars. (laughs) Yes. And and. I was struck by a star the other <laughs> night. So I'm standing there with Brett and I like we were we were giggling and we were just like making a joke. I was like, oh, my God, what if I see her like up close in person? I'm going to die. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure she's going to come out. And with that, he looks and goes, there she is. There she is. There she is. She walks right in front of me, right by me. And I just like stopped and stared at her. <laughs> I felt so creepy. I was just like no. gagged. I was just gagged. Yeah. And so like I just grabbed Brett's hand and we're just watching and I looked back at him and I was just like, oh my God, there she is. There she is. Miss Stars Hollow. And I just stopped and was like, do I go up to her and say something? He goes, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, go. Brett. And I Brett's was here like, for the okay. action. Oh my God, Brett. Oh, I love him so Thank much. God he made this Brett. moment so special for me. So I beeline. Yeah. I'm like, this is my moment. This is my chance. Why would I not say yeah. anything? You know? Yeah. What do you, why would you not? Exactly. So I finally get to her. I just put my hand gently on her shoulder and I started out by going, hi, you don't know me. <laughs> like stranger <laughs> danger out the gate. She was now like, she feels oh. very safe. Right. Yeah. And she just was so kind. First of all, my energy was probably at like a 12 because I was so nervous and giddy and excited and starstruck. Yeah. And she was just so mellow. She was like, wow. Thanks. Because what I said to her was simply like... I was about to say, did you remember what you said to her? I kind of remember. (laughs) I I did black out, but I kind of remember what I said. So I just was like, 
I would be remiss if I did not say anything to you. You created one of my favorite television series of all time. It's my comfort food show. And you inspired me to be a television writer. So thank you for your work. I'm just so awestruck by the work that you've put out. And I just think you're amazing. So I just needed to say that to you. Thank you. And she asked me if I was part of one of the the shows that was nominated tonight. And I said, no, I'm here as somebody's date. And then she introduced herself to me. She stuck out her hand and was like, I, what's your name? I'm Amy. And I was like, I'm Tara. She said I'm and Amy. She, that, she introduced herself. I'm going to cry, Tara. <laughs> like, I fucking know. I'm literally wearing my Amy Sherman Palladino shirt right now. <laughs> and so... I just, yeah, I shook her hand and and she just was like, well, thank you so much. That was so, that was so kind of you. You know, keep going because they're hiring the chicks now. And she walked away and said, have a good night. Aww. And that was it. And then I literally, Brett came up, he got pictures, which were the photos and that you guys saw. And he picked you up off the ground. He literally like held hospital. my hand and he was like, baby, you're shaking. I was like, I am. I was so happy, but also so embarrassed because I never do things like that. Like I said, I meet yeah. people, Lin-Manuel Miranda walked by me when we were upstairs at Pretty Woman between shows when he came to see it. And I straight up was just like, hey, what's up? Like, I do not get like this around people. It's a select few. It's a select few. And she is in that selection. She is at the top of that list. If I had seen Mindy Kaling as well, Mindy Kaling's also a very big writing Yeah, she's on my list too. If I had seen Mindy, I would have lost myself as well. But it was just an honor to be there in front of her and to just talk to her and tell her what an inspiration she was. So that was my interaction with her. And again, I felt like such a fool after I did it because I was like, were like I couldn't remember in the moment like what I said. I just knew that I was at a 12 and she was so mellow and I wanted to be way more calm than I was but I you know but that's, what, that's what we texted about afterwards is that it's like when you like admire someone so much the moment after you meet them you're like I'm an idiot I'm I know dumb. why did I do that like why I always I that? feel that way yeah. I've never f- left like an interaction with someone that I like adore being like I was normal and that was fun like <laughs> exactly exactly it's like I'm embarrassed to like be I'm alive right now but me. I'm yeah but like the energy is like thrumming through me I'm so excited but I also knew if I didn't say anything, you would have like I would have regretted it, so it every day. Yeah, I would be sitting here telling you this story and being like, I should have gone up to her and said something. Yeah, it would have been like that sinking feeling versus like, and it's not embarrassing. It's no. just like you have that feeling of like you mean so much to me, and I'm yeah. gonna tell you now. Is that scary is for that, you? Is, is that weird for you? <laughs> yeah. Do you feel accosted right now? <laughs> you know, I cannot believe she introduced herself. I mean, like that's so like of course, course someone would like introduce themselves but like of course she just stuck out her hand and it was just oh she was just so real i know she's a real one i know i see your name every day of my life (laughs) it pops up at the beginning and the end truly (laughs) truly she's really good people and i have to say the reason that i felt confident doing this is because my friend michaela told me uh, a few months ago she's a fellow writer that i met at the festival that i now work for out in minnesota she also loves Gilmore Girls. When she heard I was doing this podcast, she was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with Gilmore Girls. I met Amy once at a restaurant. I was like, oh, "Oh." you told me the story. Yeah. Yeah. She like went up to Amy in the middle of dinner and was like, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted to let you know, like kind of the same thing I said, like you just wrote such a beautiful show that I love that I feel very connected to and inspired me to be a television writer. And Amy could not have been nicer. So I think had I not had that in the back of my mind, I would have been more apprehensive to go up to her and say something. But Knowing that she had been so kind to Michaela, 
I felt very, very open to just going up, especially at an award show. It's like, I'm here, you're here. We're definitely not peers in any capacity. I aspire to (laughs) achieve everything you have. But yeah, she was, could not have been nicer. A few people asked if I had shared that we have this podcast and I did not um, because I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was necessarily appropriate. The only reason I wanted to go up to her and talk to her was not for like any sort of angle of like, oh yeah, I have this podcast. I mean, the fact that I even shared with her, like you inspired me to be a television writer. Again, I I did not want to go up to her and have her feel like I was going up to her with any ulterior motive than just like, to say hello, on in, thank you, and <laughs> yeah. I respect and admire you so much. And I probably would have done the same. Like, it's almost like, how do you naturally work in, like, also, I have a podcast where I talk about your work twice a week. Like, yeah, no, I just, I didn't want it to come across as like anything other than no, I get the simply, vibe totally. I admire your work. Thank you for giving me and so many people a comfort show that they've watched for years and yeah. years and years. I feel like that is actually like, maybe I'm wrong, the, the right setting to do that in because it's an awards night. Like it's like celebration of like work. Exactly. And even if it's not the show that, you know, Gilmore Girls was never really like nominated for much it wasn't was lauren graham ever nominated for anything i don't think so and if so it was like once like i don't think it was not recognized by the emmys and here's the thing that i learned in writing my own television pilot and producing it for those of you who don't know i independently produced my first television pilot called under the influence in 2019 right before the pandemic it's very gilmore girls bantery because again we are created by Amy Sherman Palladino. Exactly. So it has very similar strokes. <laughs> you met your creator. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did. I should have been like, the don't tell my mom, gates. but you made me. Um, the pearly gates of Hollywood. Yes. But <laughs> my pilot, the language and the verbiage was very, very derived from that of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Of course, it's very ingrained in us. And what I learned because I created a dramedy, I would consider Gilmore Girls a dramedy. It's not a drama. It's not a comedy Strictly. It's not black and white like that. Yeah. Sometimes a (laughs) tromedy. Yes. But they don't have that category. And it felt really uncomfortable for me to throw under the influence into the category of comedy because that wasn't completely true, nor was it a complete drama. So I think that dramedies get lost oftentimes because if it's not in your face that it's a comedy or if it's something like this is us that's very clearly a drama it doesn't mean there aren't moments of smiling or even laughter but like Gilmore Girls doesn't fall into that category either so it can be really challenging for shows like that to stand out and to be considered quote-unquote outstanding when they're up against a show like at the time for Gilmore Girls we're talking Friends, Sex in the City, you know The Office, comedies and then you had dramas on the other side of that which I can't think of off the top of my head between the years 2000 2007 but it's different it's just different and so I I really think that that's the reason that it did not receive the notoriety on the Emmy level that it Mm. would have had it leaned more into one or the other because Maisel has been nominated every single year because that show is definitely a comedy the only Emmy the Gilmore Girls ever won was for makeup for the Festival of Living Art. Really? Yes. Wait, it was never nominated for anything else? Mm-mm. Not for writing or... Not that I'm reading here on Wikipedia. It says one nomination, one win. Under Emmy Awards, it just says year 2004 category outstanding makeup for the Festival of Living Art won. I guess that's the only one. Wild. Because I know that 
Lauren was never nominated for an Emmy. She was nominated for a Golden Globe. In 2002, yes. But that was the only... It never got really any recognition beyond that. It got recognition with, like, Screen Actors Guild, People's Choice Awards. Well, yeah, but I mean at the Emmys. Yeah, so it's it was very shocking to me because I watched that show, and obviously I'm biased because I love it so much, but it's so brilliant. Which show? Gilmore Girls. Oh. <laughs> okay do you need a synopsis i like that show too (laughs) do you Uh oh i love it but all of this is to say it was incredible it was wonderful we had a great time and that was just the the cherry the whipped cream the chocolate sauce and the sprinkles on top absolutely i'm i'm honestly so happy to learn that she is like kind and open Mm -hmm. to like hearing things like that because I have this problem a lot with a lot of people who like have a very like mocking sarcastic sense of humor Mm -hmm. that you wonder if like when you meet that person if there's going to be like a level of sincerity to them and earnestness yeah that like meeting someone like you that they wouldn't just be like oh great thanks and like leave you be and like Mm -hmm. honestly no one like no one owes us anything yeah she didn't owe me anything she straight up could have been like thanks yeah appreciate it walked away which is like what keeps me from wanting to meet people like don't don't meet your Mm -hmm. idols like that sort of thing that was the only thing that held me back slightly before I took the plunge and did it is I was like you know we kind of want to preserve the idea of who people are in our minds so much so that it it evokes that fear in us that like we don't want to go up to them and say anything because that could shatter the illusion right but at the end of the day I don't know it it ended up working out for this time yeah and I'm so glad it did yeah me too could you imagine if she was rude and then you were gonna have to come back and be like I met Amy it was great I loved it so much (laughs) (laughs) oh that would have been heartbreaking but no I I I also think when someone comes up to you and says like I admire your work Thank you for what you have done for this industry. Yeah. You weren't like, let's get a selfie. Sign my box set. Definitely not. No. Bring your box set to the Emmys as your clutch. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm just carrying around a Gilmore Girls box set. I'm like, so, I could imagine it. I, yeah. I really admire your work. Here it is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dead. So we just wanted to kind of give a little mini-sode uh, story time today to share that. We didn't want to wait until Tuesday's episode to share that with you guys. I know that a lot of you have been asking, what did you say? Did you talk about the podcast? Did you die? Are you still standing? <laughs> to be honest, only barely. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was a wonderful experience. I was so grateful to have met her. And yeah, that's my Amy Sherman Palladino story. I love that so much. Forever preserved on this podcast. Are there any other people from the show that you would like, if you met them, that would feel like that same way? Lauren Graham mom same same energy she and amy because i mean she her character is such an extension of amy and who she is and her humor her mind her wit and lauren in general i have admired lauren for years that personality is very ingrained in me and i have both amy and lauren to credit for that (laughs) so i think that if i met her i same energy i would be at a 12 oh yes at a 12 (laughs) what about you well, we already know. Yeah. One Matsukri. I honestly, that's someone I don't think I ever want to meet. I don't think I could come at it in the same way that you did for Amy. I think that like that would be, I would love to meet her. You know, I would love to meet her like in any capacity. Same for mm-hmm. Lauren. I think if I met Matt, I would stranger danger. <laughs> Absolutely. Like 
uh, I would end up in some sort of list from his team. But like I more so because I think I would shut yeah. down and be like, get her away, get her away. Like, oh my God. <laughs> probably not. But I just like probably wouldn't say anything. Yeah, we talked like, about how if we ever had him on the podcast as a guest, it would be an interview solely between me and him. I would listen to it, but I simply wouldn't. <laughs> I think I would be more likely to talk to Milo. Oh, my God. I have met Milo. Do our besties know that story? <laughs> it's such a dumb story, though. One of my friends was working on a movie that he was in, and she was like, this is Milo. And I was like, hi. <laughs> he saw deep in my eyes, deep within my soul that Stars Hollow was stamped in the center of them. And I just just kind of like moved right along. I didn't entertain the possibility yeah. of anything. You yeah. Know? You know, it's funny. I really don't think, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't think I'd lose my cool over Milo. And I wouldn't say I lost my cool with Amy, nor would I with Lauren, but I think I would treat Milo the way that I treat celebrities usually when I meet them, even though I'm team Jess, as everybody knows. But I also wonder, you know, when you think you're going to be cool over someone and then you meet them and you're like, oh, I was so (laughs) not cool. (laughs) It might be that kind of situation too. All of this is to say, you never really know what you're going to be like until you get in front of this person. My experience with Amy, given the fact that she, you know, gave all of us such a, a beautiful comfort show to to enjoy and to watch and to talk about on this podcast and the fact that she inspired me personally to be a television writer like it was just such an honor to meet her so yeah that is my story and if this reaches her she has an open invitation to always come and you know chat with us let us know who the papa is um (laughs) actually I would love for you guys to call in and let us know who you would absolutely melt Ooh, over if you met them your mind in over. person from Gilmore Girls. I would melt over, Matt. I absolutely okay. would. I'm literally melted over Amy. I could not feel my face. You know that moment that Rory has when she sees Paris in the Lorelai's first date at Yale? And she says something like, I can't feel my face. My nose. It's like <laughs> clay. That was me. <laughs> so that's my story, besties. Exactly we will be back next Tuesday with another Gilmore to consider. Can't wait. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.